Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Donald Trump and 18 of his co-conspirators have now been indicted in Georgia for trying to steal Biden's win in the 2020 election. Glenn has the details. So friends, former President Donald Trump is criminally indicted again for the fourth time now. And this one is a whopper. This is the criminal indictment handed down by a grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia. The investigation was headed up by Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis, and this one has been a long time coming. Let's start by having a look at the opening salvo of this 41-count indictment, charging 19 people with being involved in a conspiracy, a RICO conspiracy, to try to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election down in Georgia. Here is how the indictment opens. Introduction. Defendant Donald John Trump lost the United States presidential election held on November 3rd, 2020. One of the states he lost was Georgia. Trump and the other defendants charged in this indictment refused to accept that Trump lost, and they knowingly and willfully joined the conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in favor of Trump. The conspiracy contained a common plan and purpose to commit two or more acts of racketeering activity in Fulton County, Georgia, elsewhere in the state of Georgia, and in other states. The indictment then goes on to say, the defendants are being charged for offenses in violation of the Georgia RICO Act, that stands for Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations. The indictment then goes on to list the acts of racketeering activity and overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy, and it goes on to list 161 racketeering or rack acts and overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Let me just state the obvious. That's a whole lot of racketeering activity. So now friends, what I wanna do is run through some random thoughts and observations about this new indictment in no particular order. Let's start with some of the basics. 19 defendants indicted, 41 charges, 41 criminal counts, and the lead charge is a RICO conspiracy racketeer-influenced and corrupt organizations. The punishment in the event of conviction of a RICO conspiracy charge is five years to 20 years, and the five is a mandatory minimum. What does that mean? Well, if Donald Trump is convicted of the RICO charge, 
when Donald Trump is convicted of the RICO charge, he will have to be sentenced to five years in prison for openers. That's the mandatory minimum. Next, who are some of Donald Trump's co-defendants, his co-conspirators, his criminal associates? Well, there are a lot of the usual suspects. In fact, there are lots of his lawyers, his corrupt lawyers, his lawyers with whom he conspired to try to overthrow a presidential election. Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, his former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, Jeffrey Clark, corrupt DOJ official, John Eastman, Kenneth Chesbro, Jenna Ellis, and others. In fact, there are 19 defendants in all. And at her post-indictment press conference, District Attorney Fawny Willis said she intends to try all 19 defendants together. Here's the thing. She won't have to. Why do I say that? Well, you know, seeing your name as a marquee defendant in a big old RICO conspiracy indictment has a way of getting your attention, focusing one's minds. And I suspect there's going to be something of a race to the prosecutor's office, at least for some of those 19 charged defendants, maybe not guys like Rudy Giuliani, but for some of those defendants, oh, they're going to want to cut their losses. They're going to want to strike a deal. They're going to want to become cooperating witnesses. They're going to want to get themselves out of that RICO indictment as a charged defendant. And frankly, it looks like there are already lots of cooperating witnesses in this case. Why do I say that? Well, as you read through this nearly 100-page indictment, there are, I believe, 30 unindicted co-conspirators. Unindicted, unnamed, we don't know who they are, but here's the thing. When you see the term unindicted co-conspirator in an indictment, you know what that generally signals? That person is cooperating because if he or she wasn't cooperating, they would be an indicted defendant, like the 19 defendants who are indicted. So I suspect lots of people flipped before the indictment was handed down. So they didn't want their name as a marquee indictment on the wrong side of the V, state of Georgia, V, the name defendants, they cut their losses early on. They tried to take what they did so wrong when they were helping Trump and company try to overturn the election's results, and they tried to make it right. Better late than never. Better you cooperate and try to make right what you did so wrong previously. So I suspect there are lots of cooperating witnesses, and I have a feeling there are going to be several more. So I don't think Fawny Willis will have to take 19 people to trial. Maybe she'll have to take six to trial, eight to trial, 10 to trial. You know, the, the hardcore ones, the ones that have no remorse, the ones that are proud that they stuck by Donald Trump's side, that they joined Donald Trump's conspiracy, and they may never flip. That's fine. That's what trials are for. Just ahead, Glenn points out the similarities and differences between the two election interference indictments. This is Justice Matters.
Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor Meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math, and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout. And every meal is dietitian approved, nutritious, and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code glen50 at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 and use code GLEN50 to get 50% off today. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Donald Trump now has two indictments for attempting to overturn the 2020 election results. Glenn explains the differences and similarities between Jack Smith's federal indictment and Fawny Willis's Georgia state indictment. Now, let's talk about some of the similarities and some of the differences between the federal case that was brought by Jack Smith in Washington, D.C. for Donald Trump and his criminal associates' attempt to overturn the presidential election and the one that D.A. Willis brought in Georgia for Donald Trump and his criminal associates trying to overturn the results of the Georgia state election. There are obviously some similarities. There's some overlap. There are going to be lots of witnesses in common that will be used in both prosecutions. But there is one big difference. Jack Smith indicted only Donald Trump. And frankly, he didn't even bring all of the charges he could have brought. We were kind of expecting to see an insurrection charge, especially because the January 6th House Select Committee developed tons of evidence that Donald Trump you know, incited, engaged in, assisted, and gave aid and comfort to the insurrection. And they recommended that DOJ prosecute him for that crime, among others. Jack Smith opted not to bring that crime. He wanted to sidestep, I think, the potential First Amendment challenges that would have brought to Donald Trump's pre-insurrection pep rally on the ellipse that he gave on January 6th. So Jack Smith's prosecution covers some of the same subject matter as Fonnie Willis's prosecution, but it is narrow, it is streamlined, it is one defendant, and it is built for speed. 
it is built for speed and alacrity to the extent anything in the criminal justice system can be done with alacrity. Whereas Fawnie Willis's mega indictment down in Georgia is not built for speed, it is built as a comprehensive prosecution of all, of everyone who committed Georgia state election crimes. Two very different approaches. And as a result, I suspect that Jack Smith's federal prosecution in D.C. will be tried long before Fonnie Willis's Georgia state prosecution ever makes its way to trial, and that's okay. Let's take on another topic. Pardons. Oh, there's some good news on the pardon front. First of all, if Donald Trump is convicted in Georgia, when Donald Trump is convicted in Georgia, no president can pardon him because presidential pardons cannot be used to pardon state crimes. But there's a little bit more good news. Most governors of the states have the pardon power, but the Georgia governor doesn't. So even if the governor of Georgia wanted to pardon Donald Trump in the event of a conviction, he can't. He doesn't have that lawful authority. The pardon power is vested in the parole board in Georgia, and there's lots of restrictions on when the parole board can decide to pardon someone. They have to be tried, they have to be convicted, and they have to serve their sentence. And I believe the law in Georgia says they have to serve at least five years in prison of any sentence of five years or more before the parole board can even consider pardoning the defendant. That is especially good news because there is no escape hatch for Donald Trump, at least not based on the pardon power. And friends, let's finish with this. Donald Trump just incessantly whines and belly aches and complains that these prosecutions against him represent uh, political interference. It's, you know, people trying to interfere in the upcoming presidential election. Well, first of all, we all know that's pure nonsense. But actually, when you think about it, it is special counsel Jack Smith and Fulton County District Attorney Fawnie Willis who are attacking political interference. It's actually Smith and Willis who are addressing, deterring, and punishing election interference. The election interference represented by Donald Trump and his criminal associates, his co-conspirators, his co-defendants, who tried to steal an election, who tried to interfere in a presidential election. Yeah, it is Willis and Smith who, in a very real sense, are trying to stop the steal or address the steal or punish the steal that Trump and company perpetrated. And that's because to Smith and Willis, justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.